0: You're listening to another ambitious Entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show.
1: Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross.
0: And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 116, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Today's guest says, fear is the enemy of our mind and our soul. And joining me on today's show is Tonya Munro. Tonya stepped and accepted her purpose two years ago. And the name of Tonya's organization is DIVA, divine inspiration, victorious affirmation of God. I love that. Tonya is a domestic violence conqueror and instills in women that their worth doesn't come from a man or a relationship, but it comes from the one who created their worth. And Tonya is a Christian motivational speaker She's a Christian leadership coach, a personal brand stylist, and an author. Now on today's show, Tonya is going to share with us, understand the real you. She's going to talk about healing before deliverance, as well as communication, biblical instruction with love and lessons, and so much more. Welcome to the show, Tonya. Hello,
2: everybody.
0: (laughs) so good to uh have you there it's interesting that you should say uh around fear this is something that i think so many entrepreneurs uh struggle with and you know thinking about i need to be perfect need to know all the answers and things like that when often it's like you know what all of that inner chatter is really the enemy keeping you stuck um, just you know discouraged from sharing your message and, and making an impact in the lives of uh, many. Share with us, Tonya, if you will, with the work that you're now doing. I'd imagine that circumstances and challenges that you've overcome wow. and that God has really strengthened you in your journey has really been the impetus and the foundation upon which you now want to inspire and work with the clients that that you now work with. Is that correct? Wow. Or have you always had a calling or, or, or uh, you know, felt that, uh, God working in your life saying, you know, this is where I really wanted to, to see you contribute your expertise?
2: Well, funny that you should ask that question because, um, you know, my mother is an ordained reverend. My uncle is an ordained reverend. My aunt, my grandfather was a bishop of the CME church. So yeah. I've always been in church. Yes, But I think it came down to the question of was I going to church out of out of habit? Mm-hmm. or was it because I have a relationship mm-hmm. and in my 20s it was out of habit you know I, I don't have any shame God has taken away my shame so I'm trans very transparent but because I didn't have a relationship I didn't know what purpose meant mm-hmm. I didn't know what gifts meant and it wasn't until probably about maybe 10 years ago that I started really deepening my relationship with, with Christ and two and a half years ago i stepped into my purpose Mm -hmm. and god had to he had to tell me and he he spoke into my spirit and he said everything that you've gone through was to prepare you for right now Mm -hmm. and i said okay dad because that's the relationship i have with him i call him dad and i said okay dad you know well what is it that you want me to do he was like well since i've given you the gift of gab and you and you never meet you never meet a stranger I want you to go out and encourage people and speak my word and and draw souls to me. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I can do that. Little did I know that when I accepted that, he never said it was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. So, and there are days now that I still deal with fear. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's one of those things where I think for me, I don't want to disappoint people. Mm-hmm. I want to do the best that I can in everything that I do there are times when the enemy attacks my mind and he makes me doubt Mm. the gifts Mm. that the Holy Spirit has given me. So in that aspect, you know, for me, it was, this is new to me. Mm -hmm. This is so new to me. And I opened up the gift. I'm excited about it. I love doing it, but it's still new, you know? So I know that there's going to be things to come at me because the enemy's angry anyway, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm okay with
0: You know god doesn't put anything on me that i can't do yes yes so true i i love um how you've shared that you know you were in church and so many of us i mean i can be transparent too i mean i went to church because my parents made me go to church and look we knew you know we had a relationship but certainly not the depth of the relationship that we have uh with him now so just take us back to the to that moment that Uh, you know, the Holy Spirit started to work in your life and and really kind of planting that seed and saying, you know, he wanted that deeper relationship. If you compare where you are now to where your relationship was back then, what is the difference? What is the, what have you really learned along on that way? And I'm sharing that if someone is sitting today thinking, you know, I really want to deepen my relationship with Christ too. Mm-hmm. What what differences, how has he really shown up for you in, in your life since you now have a deeper relationship?
2: Um, well, the first word that I can tell you what the difference is, is the intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, years ago, I would pray, okay, God, this is what i need this is can you do this for me i just yeah i need i need i need i need i need and now mm-hmm. with the deepening mm-hmm. of the intimacy with him um it, i don't go to him with the i need i just go to him so i can hear his voice yes and just like a just like a, a regular relationship the first thing two people do is they get to know each other well god already knows me he created me mm-hmm. he knows many hairs i have on my head well not today because i have on a wig today (laughs) i'm telling you i keep it real i do um but he knows me so Mm. it was my turn to get to know him Mm. and i think when i almost died uh, probably about 10 years ago was the very first time that god really spoke to my spirit and the holy Spirit told me, you are on this earth for a, a reason. You may not know it yet, but you are on this earth for a reason. And at first, because I didn't have a relationship with him, it kind of scared me. I was like, am I hearing stuff? What Did I make that up? Did I dream it? And then every so often, God, and I love the way he does this, and I know he does that for all of his children, he will take you back to the very moment he's spoken to your spirit. Mm-hmm. He will he mm-hmm. and it's and you'll have to giggle and laugh about it because you're like oh my gosh you were setting everything in place at that very night. so for me I think the biggest word for me is the intimacy is to getting to know him on such an intimate level where I don't know about you or anybody else but for me if I don't hear his voice it, it has started to become like a longing I long to hear his voice mm-hmm. I I need it. Just like I need air, just like I need water. I need to hear his voice, and I need for him to tell me, baby, everything is going to be okay. You're doing great. keep pressing and keep pushing. And so I think for me, it was just the intimacy of out of all the relationships I have ever been in. um, And just to keep it, you know, just to be transparent and keep it real, having sex with someone is not intimacy. Mm -hmm. Having a relationship with my God that's intimate. It's just me and him. He, and the funny thing is he's he's in the world for all of us i get excited when i talk about god but he's in this world for all of us But each each child of god that's that intimacy that he only shares with me mm-hmm. and i think that's what's so awesome because how he shares things with me would be different from how he shares things with his daughter you know yes. with you so it's one of those things where the biggest word that i could ever say about Looking back, where I was and where I am now, is the intimacy. It's, it's gotten deep.
0: Mm. What one of the things, as you're saying that I absolutely can so attest to that. And you know, often we will go with him with our long shopping list of the things, our desires, what we would like. And oh, by the way, King is. You... And then, as we are starting to, as you said beautifully, press in, read his words, spend time in prayer. What starts to happen? The Holy Spirit really starts to shape our will to His. And then we realize, and I'd love you to speak more about this because I think this really fits in beautifully to what you're talking about purpose and understanding the real you. You then realize that um, where he's now able to take you because what he has created in you, your strengths, your gifts, your talents, and all of the things that he's creating in you, the character, of the, the season he's been shaping you. Is really the direction where you want to head because you know, and he 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 really is helping you to step into the purpose that he designed for you, and having your will shaped to his will. It just seems like it's perfect. You know, it really, yes. really is perfect. Did you find that yes. as well?
2: I did, and the, and what I think what a lot of people don't understand is, and when I have gone out and spoken. I always say this, God, because God knows you, he's waiting for you to become very real with him. Like lay it all out. God cannot work when we are holding on to Mm -hmm. the past or holding on so, so tightly because see darkness and light can't coexist. Mm -hmm. So whatever we have in us, you know, he has to chisel away at that but we have to be willing to let him chisel and that's the thing where people don't understand is you will begin to understand his will in your life his will in your life but he begins to chisel away at the sin that you carried at the hurt at the depression at the anger, at the unforgiveness, when he begins to start chiseling away at that stuff and showing you who he really is in your life, your heart begins to want to do his will. Your heart begins to want to speak to people in love and kindness. I always say, you know, we are Jesus's biggest PR people. You know, if I, and I always, and I put on my posts on Facebook, let them see Jesus in you before they see you, mm-hmm. and that's one of those things where, when you start understanding, it uh, uh, to be totally honest, all this time for for I know for years I thought God is the one that gave me my gifts. No, the Holy Spirit is the one who determines your gifts. So that means that you have to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit too in order to be ready to receive the gifts that He has for you, and so loving them individually and loving loving them all together is very very important because not a lot of people you know the moment you say holy spirit folks what does that mean well are you talking about the stuff i see in movies no i'm not talking about that what i'm talking about is the holy spirit was given to us by jesus when he before he went up on the cross and so and he told them he said i'm leaving here but i've got somebody for you and that was the holy spirit so you have to love them together but you also have to understand when you allow god to start really breaking you down because he's got to break you all the way down before he can build you all the way up mm-hmm. so when you start to do that when you allow it's being submissive to the father See, that's the thing about being servants people say they're servants of god but a real servant is a submissive servant mm-hmm. so you have to be able to be submissive in order for him to pour down his blessings in order for the holy spirit to give you your gifts in order in order to for jesus to begin to heal in you because he is our healer so you know it's it's i just i get excited talking about this i love speaking about god because i love to hear how people understand what their understanding of the word is because it's funny because you and i can read the same scripture yes. he may give you something but he may give me something
0: yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I want to talk about, and I'm going to put, um, there's a little bit of an echo, so what I'm going to do is put you on mute so that our, my voice doesn't reverb back, but as soon as I ask a question, I'll unmute you. But I love what you're talking about, and I think where when he continues to chisel away on those things, that is when we really need to press into him and allow that process, to allow him to do that because within, um, within that struggle, and sometimes it can be a struggle, particularly if we have been prideful or for many of us as Christian entrepreneurs, we like to be in control. So giving control over to him when sometimes we have no idea where we're going, what, why he's doing this, and it's kind of like we like to have everything mapped out. But when we start to allow him to chisel away and allow the Holy Spirit to um, transform our spirits if you will to align with his will I think for me anyway I had a far um, deeper comfort knowing that everything was going to be all right no matter what uh, happened and ultimately uh, God continues to allow you to develop in the way that he wants you to be anyway and because he designed you with his will and, and, and created, knitted you in the womb, it's kind of like it, it it fits in with everything that you kind of hoped and dreamed about and that's when you realise that he actually planted that dream in you and through allowing him, to, you know, the Holy Spirit to take you through that process, um, you really can see that you don't want to lean on our own strength but rather his strength. Have you found that too? Because why I ask this and this is the question, Often, many of us, when we don't allow him to develop and and chisel away and, and of course, repent from our sins, which means to turn away and really be sorry for them and say, Father, forgive me. And, of course, we're all forgiven when we do that. Um, The enemy will often remind us of the things that will trigger us, whether it be a previous event, whatever it is. That's when we really need to lean in. Um, you know remind ourselves of bible verses but what other things what other things would you like to share uh, for someone who's struggling right through that in the season of their life the chiseling process what sort of um, insights bible verses hope inspiration would you be able to share with people today well it's funny that you does that sound a little better it's it's only when I talk
2: when you talk it's fine it's yeah so applause yours all right. It's it's funny that you should ask that because I did a go live on Facebook just the other day about that desolate season. OK, when God is working on you and in you and through you, there are times when we will go through that desolate season. And because of that, the enemy will make you think, number one, and this is what this is one of his biggest plans is to make you feel very isolated. If he can make you feel isolated, making you think that you're the only person going through, or nobody cares, or well, if the guy that you so you know, you always talk about where is he now that you're in this desolate season. But what the enemy doesn't understand is in that desolate season, and desolate means nothing from the from the human point, from the human eye, nothing is growing. But in that desolate, in our desolate season with the Father, we are growing. It's just that we don't know it. We can't feel it because we're it, we're we're living in the flesh. So anybody that is going through this, yes, the enemy. The funny thing is with the enemy, he always overplays his hand. That's number one and number two. If you pay attention to him long enough, just like they had to walk around the the, the walls of Jericho, if you watch your enemy long enough, you will be able to know exactly. When it first hits you, when it's an attack, getting ready to start. Ephesians 6 and 10, we all know about Ephesians 6 and 10, 10 through 18. We have to be, and one of my sisters in Christ says this all the time, we have to be suited and booted, mm-hmm. which means we have mm-hmm. to have on the full armor of God. This We are in a, a spiritual battle. Yeah. First of all, the mm-hmm. enemy is angry because we are submissive to the Father. He doesn't like it. He's angry. And when I was reading Genesis uh, a couple of months ago, it really dawned on me that when the enemy was cast out, a lot of people think that God cast him out. God didn't cast him out. We all know who who cast him out. It was the heavenly host. Mm -hmm. And Mike cast him out. The enemy, I think, cannot get over the fact that we may sin and we may go to the Father and say, Father, forgive me for my sin. And he forgives us. But the enemy, it, it, it is probably just really boggles his mind. You forgive him on a daily basis, but you couldn't forgive me. And see, this is what we're dealing with when we're dealing with spiritual warfare because he's so angry. So anytime people begin to feel or you may know something that's kind of a sore spot, like say, for instance, you may have a coworker at work or a family member. And every time they come around you, it's just something in them wants to get you started. You want to you start looking at them crazy. You start like, don't come over here talking to me right now because I'm not in a good spirit. Mm-hmm. You already know this is stuff that will set you off mm-hmm. because, of, because you already know before you even get to that event, you get to work, you, wherever you already need to be in prayer. Yes. That's what's, Putting on that whole suit of God's armor on because He understands this battle. Mm-hmm. That's why He's giving us His word to keep us to keep us strong. But people don't understand it, and mm-hmm. without them realizing and I'm talking about Christians. Without Christians realizing, we fall right into the enemy's trap mm-hmm. every time. Yes, every time. And it and it doesn't matter because He can He can change the way the trap looks. We still fall into, mm-hmm. and what that does is that should be two things that should let you know where you're where you're weak at that means in your in your prayer time you need to start praying heavenly father right now i don't understand i have this issue i need help because i don't want him to keep bringing the same battle to me and i can't defeat him in this with your help so people have to be able to recognize when the enemy is attacking and a lot of people don't they want to blame it on the person what does god's word say it's not you're not battling with the flesh. Mm-hmm. you're ba- you're mm-hmm. battling the principalities of darkness. Yes. so until the yeah. human mind can actually start looking at the world in a spirit with a spiritual eye, that's why we always get come against so hard because we keep falling for the same tactics
0: that the enemy does yeah I love that and I think it's such a great reminder for, for me anyway if things occur and I and I know exactly what you're talking about if you're going to an event and you know that that family member or that colleague is going to be there you almost start having when he says this or she says this I'm in, and then you stand there for five minutes and it goes seriously Amory you've just had this you know internal battle going on just let it go and obviously have to to pray about that but I think for me what I do and I'd love to hear what you do is when anything does trigger me and I think oh what's going on is this something that is is is, um why is is my spirit feeling uneasy or something like that and I and I become curious and then I will say okay so what is this reminding me of is this something that has happened before and then I will absolutely take it to prayer turn to the bible what's a bible verse that I can um you know, can, can read or just repeat over and over again. And one of the Bible verses that I absolutely love is in, you know, part of Psalm um, 23. And that is, you know, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of, of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me, your staff and your rod comfort me. And I use that, you know, talking about the, um, the valley of the shadow of death could be anything, a scary situation, whatever. And I can just imagine standing there with my sword and, And, uh, you know, you know, and, and that really it helps me. And then you find your spirit eases because it says, you know, resist the devil and he will flee. What do you do?
2: Well, I think one of my one of the verses that scriptures that helps me when I'm being attacked or when I am, you know, feeling like I'm being come against by the enemy is I love Philippians. 4, and 11, in whatever state I am in, I have learned to be content. As Christians, we have to understand that the enemy is going to attack us. Yes, he is. He is. Until we are are in the presence of the Father, we will be attacked. Why? Because we are in this. We're in our flesh. Um, And our flesh is sinful. Um, Our thoughts are sinful. So because of that fact, I tell myself that scripture and I love Psalm 20, the 23rd Psalms too. love that, love that. Um, But I tell myself Philippians 4 and 11 because God is teaching me. And this is something I'm going through right now. He is teaching me. I know I have heard your prayers and my word says I will give you the desires of your heart. But you have to understand With those desires of your heart come seasons. And each season, I need to see if you can be content in whatever season, in that growth season, in that desolate season, in that harvest season, in whatever season it is, I need to see, are you listening to my word? Is my word working in you and through you? Are you really doing what my word is asking you to do? I'm telling you, if you need to learn how to be content in whatever state. And when we're being attacked by the enemy, there is no contentment because he is not of contentment. He's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but our father is contentment. So when I read that scripture, all I have to do is start praying. Heavenly Father, I ask right now that you give me contentment. Mm-hmm. Take away what my mind is telling me what my definition of contentment should be. But give me your contentment. And that's where I am right now because... And the funny thing is a lot of our battles may not always take place with people they are in our minds Mm -hmm. and you, Mm -hmm. and he will attack your mind and have you thinking number one, you're not good enough to do God's will. Number two, people don't like you; Number three, nobody cares what you're saying. Nobody wants to support you. Oh, I have gone through all of those. (laughs) And it goes back and forth and back and forth. Mm -hmm. There are days I get up and I'm like, yeah, what, what enemy? What? I got something for you today. Next day, he'll mess with my mind. Well, you really think they like what you said? And I'll be like, but oh gosh, did they like me? Did they get something from it? Did it teach them something? Did I encourage them? And so it's that battle of that mind. And Joyce Meyer was the one who, who let us know about that from the get-go. I love her. She's awesome. Awesome woman of God. That battlefield of the mind is really it's really it's it's not something to be taken lightly, yes. you know. So yeah. I just think that, but Philippians mm. favor scripture. I tell myself that all the time. Time, you better get it together and become content. Mm. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard so as a human true. being, but
0: yeah, yeah, it's so true. And uh, I I think whatever battles that we are struggling with such a great reminder we need to turn to the word we need to put on the armor of god because if we don't as we continue to grow kingdom businesses and grow out in our faith Uh, the enemy will attack but when we lean into him that is when the enemy is going to flee and so uh, and I love gospel music too the only thing is I get so carried away I can just sit there singing for hours and that kind of doesn't get work done either but obviously that that's certainly important Tonya I have loved speaking with you today so many insightful lessons that uh, we all need to really um, impart to others too but also very much cling on to and apply in our own lives and our businesses, I'd love to give you an opportunity to share a little bit more about the work you do, but also in particular, share with people how best they can connect with you.
2: All right, well,
0: of course, you.
2: You. when we first started this, um, and I have had an awesome time, I am so excited meeting you. Um, you talked about my organization and it's DIVA, um, Divine Inspiration, Victorious Affirmation of God, um, everything that I had gone through, that's the name that he gave me. Um, I like to encourage women, but I want women to step up and step into their place. Um, We are the daughters of a king. We need to act like it. We need to live it. We need to breathe it. We need to speak it. We speak life and death out of our mouth. So I want to teach women, speak life. Speak life over yourself, over your children, over your family, over your dreams, over God's will. Speak life. He loves to hear us speak his word back to him. So I love what I do. Um, Now, how to get in touch with me? I am on Facebook. You can look me up from my personal page, which is Tanya Monroe, or you can look under my business page, which is Transformational Speaker Diva, and it will take you straight to my page. Um, if you send me an instant message, I will get back with you. I do not believe in not answering people back. I think that's really, that's not cool. You know, mm-hmm. you never know. Somebody could be going through something or something. And I, and I always like to let people know I'm here for you. Let's pray, you know, um, but they can reach me there. Um, I'm also on Instagram as diva underscore CEO uh, is Tanya underscore Monroe underscore diva underscore CEO. So you can you can see me any you know any of these social media um, outlets, Thanks. but you know if you ever have a a problem or question, please send me a message. I would love to talk to you. You know um, I learn so many so many things from other believers. I like to hear what they think about certain scriptures, or I like for us to just talk about God. You know. That's a fascinating topic. We could talk about that all day. Um, But if if anybody needs to get in contact with me, by all means, send me a message on social media and I will answer you back as quickly as I
0: can. Fantastic. And, of course, we'll put all of those uh, links to connect with you, Tonya, on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE116. Tony, one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests, and I'd be honored to do this for you too, is say a word of prayer as we finish the show. May I do that for you? Yes, you
2: sure can.
0: Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity of speaking to Tonya today and hearing her testimony. Father, as she said, we can all so often struggle with fear and when the enemy tells us we're not good enough, our people are not interested enough, we're reminded that when we lean into you, when we put on your armor, God, when we quote back scripture, when we sing gospel songs, that is where we find our strength in you, Father. Father, we just want to thank you that uh, Tonya reminded us that each and every one of us has gifts, has unique purposes to get out into the world and to share our message so that we can make an impact in the lives of the people who our experiences, who our journeys, who uh, who really will, will grow from that. So we just want to ask, Father, uh, for your continued blessing and favour on the work that Tonya is doing with her clients and that if anyone is hearing or watching uh, the recording or is here today, that they will reach out to her if they really feel that they need uh, her support. Father, we just want to uphold her, her clients, her family, and just want to thank you for this time that we've been able to fellowship together and uh, just share our love for Jesus. And uh, we hope that people who may not yet have that intimate relationship with Him, well, we pray mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit will continue to work in their lives. Father, we have the living God, the living Spirit in us, the creator of the universe's spirit in us. Yes. And, uh, you know, we can share a message of hope and possibility and comfort, Lord, in a world. Uh, of darkness and who is struggling so we just want to pray that each and every one of us who knows you who has a personal relationship with you will continue to just show Jesus in our lives that uh, they meet him as Tonya said before they meet us and we just ask you Lord it's such an honor and a pleasure that we are able to do that we love you and we ask this in the precious name of Jesus amen man yes. thank you so much <laughs> Girl, you did that you did
2: that prayer I, I was like all right we get ready to have a holy ghost party up in here
0: <laughs> i tell you when i first started this podcast I, I i thought to myself, i wonder if i should say a prayer and uh you know i don't often pray out loud to other people and i thought you know i'm just gonna do do that because i'm i'm all about transparency too and yes. uh You know, I think as you continue to grow and it just reconfirms that even if we don't have the message perfect or the story perfect, whatever that story or message is for each of us to share, we just need to step out because that is when the Lord will get behind us and go, you know what, you took action because you had faith and trust, even though you did not know where the path led, I'm here beside you holding your right hand. Yes, you know why are we fearing at all? He's there, here with each and every I one know. of us. You know, and that's the
2: thing I think as Christians, we you know we just have to start. I, I I was talking about you start living a life of ex, of expectancy. You have to expect it. Just know it. God got me, and I say that all the time. God got me. I don't know about anybody else. I would hope He has y'all too, but I know that He has me, and I know that He loves me, and I know He has. His best interest at heart for me, and he has it for you, and he has it for all of his his creation So you know, I just love when I I love speaking to believers, but I love having a conversation with female believers. You know, because mm-hmm. what people don't fail to realize is we are all a divine sisterhood. Mm-hmm. I, whatever, send me a message and say, hey, time you know, i can I incorporate your prayers? What you got? What's going on? All right, let's go into prayer right now. That is what. It means to be the body of Christ. Absolutely, That's the body of Christ, you know, and and people don't understand that. No, we're not talking about your personal body. We're talking about encompassing. We are the church. The church is not the four walls. It's we are the church. So, you know, I just want people to understand it, but I love speaking to female believers and godly women and women doing phenomenal things um, for his namesake, because that empowers me to keep the. Keep going, you know? And so that's why I get excited. Every time I meet somebody, I'm like, wow, look at her. She is doing it. Tanya, don't, don't give up. (laughs) <laughs> don't, don't give up, don't listen to the enemy, just keep pressing, just keep pressing. Yeah. So I, I, I've i had an awesome time. Oh, and so I fine. And so just much. just
0: in case the enemy uh, starts to speak to you, can I just uh, say to you that I have been just so blessed through hearing you share your story, and I'm sure everyone who's watching and is going to listen to this through your story and you through your transparency and through sharing your faith journey, it has been absolutely beautiful hearing that, continue doing that work and uh, come back on the show. We would love to to uh, feature you again. And uh, it has been an absolute honor listening to you share your message today. So thank you for coming on the show.
2: You are so welcome, and I hope you have a
0: great – well, it's Tuesday there. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm trying to remember what the the day is. <laughs> I'm there. calling in have from your awesome future, day. and tomorrow it, it is going to be a fantastic day. Just letting you know, giving you a heads up. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Have a great
2: evening. Well, have a good day because it's you. evening here. Yes. So, All right. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at ww.betedifference That's beetedifference movement.com. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit C-SuiteRadio.com.